This podcast is brought to you by Kingdom at Work. Every leader needs an intentional plan to see transformation take place in their organization. The Kingdom Leadership Workshop exists to help you build that plan. Learn more at www.kingdomatwork.com slash events. Kingdomatwork.com slash events. Hey, thanks for listening to I Work For Him this afternoon as we broadcast you from Lubbock, Texas. That's right. We are on location at the Kingdom at Work Kingdom Leadership Workshop. You can find out more online at kingdomatwork.com, kingdomatwork.com. Martha, we just had an incredible trip across the country, and we have met incredible people. But in Chicago last week, we got to experience some amazing things. This week in Lubbock, Texas, there are people coming from all over the country, and here's why they're doing it. Because when a kingdom leader engages in a kingdom style, then a kingdom culture emerges and the kingdom of God advances. We've seen this in action here, haven't we? We definitely have. And what's exciting is that they're not trying to keep this as a uh, secret all to themselves, but sharing it with the world and sharing it through um, the, the venue of business. And so this is a place where people get to come and learn what does that mean to have a kingdom style and how do I implement that in my workplace? So we're very excited that um, the, it's a sold out crowd and, right. and that um, the room will be full of people learning this same concept. And this afternoon, people are arriving from all over the country as the Kingdom Leadership Workshop launches. And we've got two, the two behind the scenes ladies that really, along with Casey Brewer, run this thing, and you're going to hear from Casey in the second half of today's show. But we got Lucy Worley, and we got Amy Knowlton, and these two, they really get it all done and ready and coordinated for these hundreds of people coming from all over the country. Lucy and Amy, welcome to I Work For Him. Thank you. Thank Good morning. You. We're very excited to be here. You guys have to, you just have to be you know, a little louder in your excitement, though. All right. So, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Woohoo! Crowd goes wild. No, Martha, you don't need to be excited. <laughs> okay. All right. But as we see all these people arriving here this Tuesday afternoon. We're excited that these people have come from, I mean, um, Lucy, how many people, I mean, how many different states are people coming from? Do you have any idea? 13 states. 13 states. And how many countries? Seven. Seven countries. That's fantastic. Do you know all seven countries, Amy? I can try. Uh, So the U.S., uh, Poland, the Netherlands, Wales, Canada, Honduras, that's six. six. Wait, oh, yeah. We already said Wales. Wales. And the U.S. You already yep. said that. All right. So Texas. Six. Texas, Texas is Texas. its own country, <laughs> yeah. right? Exactly. That counts as its own. That's bigger than most countries. That's correct. Okay. All right. Ladies, always love to ask this question. How did you come to be a follower of Jesus? Go ahead. Amy Knowlton, you first. How did you come to be a follower of Jesus? Yeah. Well, I grew up in a Christian home. I was in the Church of Christ um, basically born there, um, grew up, started to kind of explore faith for myself a little bit more when I was in high school. I was really involved in my youth group and um, really just, it was in that stage of my life where I decided to really dedicate my life to God and um, tried to act that out ever since. Now you just got back from spending a year overseas in the UK. I did, yes. And was that a missions trip or what, what was that? Um, I was on an internship, so okay. I was working for a church in Oxford, England. Um, So I was working with students getting their master's and doctorate degrees from the university in Oxford. Wow. Um, That sounds pretty intense. Yeah. But I was just kind of building community with them and doing a little bit of preaching and small group leading and really just a lot of logistics feeding them and just kind of making sure that they got out of the library every now and then. Wow, that's that's a pretty neat opportunity. All right, Lucy Worley, we got to hear a lot of your story last spring when you and your hubby joined us. Talk to us. Just remind everybody how you came to be a follower of Jesus. 
Yeah, for sure. Um, so similar to Amy, I grew up in a spiritual household and I was actually raised in a Messianic Jewish household. Um, and so, I mean, I was very blessed to have parents who really desired for me to know the Lord taught, um, what I thought was a very sound biblical worldview. Um, but yeah, of, of course had to make that decision for myself. Um, and, um, I think it was my 14th birthday. Actually, I went on my first mission trip to Juarez, Mexico, cause it was a little safer to do so at the time um, than probably today. And we went down and uh, built some homes in Juarez and um, that just really brought Jesus to life to me in a way that, you know, I had never um, known him before. I, I was able to see him, you know, transcend these cultural socioeconomic generational um, just, you know, spectrums and saw how big he was, how big his kingdom was. And that was just something that excited me and I wanted to really give my life to him. And so of course it's been ups and downs since, that it which was about perfect. 15 years ago, but yeah, um, that, that is how I became to be a follower of Christ. All right. So Amy, you've only been here a couple of weeks. Yes. And been now, here, meaning been here as an employee at, at of Kingdom Beaten at Bow Work, Homes, right? That's or right. Kingdom at, Kingdom at Work, Kingdom which, is, at work. Right, which is part of the Beaten Bow Homes family of companies. Talk to us about why, why'd you come? I mean, you, you moved all the way from the UK to you know, Lubbock, Texas. Were you from here before? <laughs> yeah. So I grew up in Lubbock, okay. um, was born Well, that makes here. sense why you came back then. And um, after my time in England came to a close, um, I really wasn't sure what I wanted to do. Originally, I wanted to go back and get a PhD um, in psychology, which is what I got my undergrad degree in. Mm. Um, but through my year in England, God kind of started to change some of my priorities and really place some different things on my heart. And I really felt like I wanted to keep working in ministry and keep serving him. But I also felt that doing that directly in a church setting wasn't really what I wanted to be doing either. So I was starting to look at different options, um, moved back home with my parents. Um, and I actually know, um, Cal Zant, who's the president of Beatonbow Homes from when I was a kid. Um, and so I asked him if he knew of any jobs available and he told me about this one and I fell in love with it. Mm. And it's only two weeks. So perspective wise, do you think you made a good choice? Yes, I do. <laughs> good answer. We just right recorded here recorded it, on the air. <laughs> okay, right. if we were off the air, though, would uh, it be the same answer? <laughs> yes, I think that this place really fits me. Um, I honestly did not think I would end up back in Lubbock. I was actively trying not to end up back in Lubbock, but God, as all kids do that. Like, How do we get as far away from Mom and Dad but still have access to the gravy train? That's right, really <laughs> but God had different plans. So. Lucy Worley, you've been here a year now. Last year when we was that no, excuse me, that was just last. Was that last year in October, November? When we were here. Was that one? Have you been here a year now? About a year. I About came year. on right after you. Yeah, guys right were after here we left. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. So you've been here almost a year. What have I mean? Just talk about your experience. It, it, it was has it been a good move for you? Absolutely. Yeah, it is so different from any place I've ever worked, but um, no doubt it is exactly where the Lord wants me um, in this season. You know, I have such a passion um, just for leadership and leading leaders and equipping leaders. And that is always something um, I've noticed the Lord having me do wherever I've been um, throughout the past. And similar to Amy, um, you know, I was not in vocational ministry before this. I was working at a big 12 university and um, knew I was becoming, you know, called back into ministry, but similarly didn't think that looked like a church. Um, mm -hmm. and so it was just pretty open handed with that with the Lord. And this job came along and I really couldn't have created a better job for myself. Um, and it has challenged me. Um, it has grown me. It is an amazing group of people to work with. I have just learned so much. Um, and so I am very, very blessed to be here, um, doing what I'm doing. 
Well, we are thrilled to be able to walk alongside you guys as we join you for the Kingdom at Work workshop this week. So one of the, the thing- Kingdom Leadership Workshop, which they you find online at kingdomatwork.com. <laughs> yes. So let's talk about what Kingdom at Work is all about. Lucy, kind of bring our listeners up to speed. For sure. So simply put, um, Kingdom at Work is a movement of God's kingdom in the marketplace. And it can be just as simple as that. You know, we see so many believers here in America and Western society. Sadly, I think so many, I mean, myself included of us have kind of handed, you know, the big jobs off to the pastors and the missionaries and Mm -hmm. kind of see ourselves as these second string Christians or just, you know, oh, well, we're not called to that same thing. You know, we're not called to, you know, theology or preaching the gospel with boldness or this or that. And, you know, not because we don't want to, it's just we don't see that a lot. Um, And so we're really trying to flip the script here, so to speak. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, and and plug in these these marketplace leaders um, and and let there be this collision of really God's purpose for advancing his kingdom in what they're doing day to day in their businesses. You know, because I really do think, I mean, they, we all do, we all long for a grand story to be a part of that story. Um, and I think the Lord is still writing that here in our country. There are so many people, you know, who need to collide with his love and his grace in their lives. And um, I think CEOs, business owners, you know, whatever it is, I mean, we are every much um, as called and as anointed for advancing the kingdom as mm. a pastor or a missionary might be. And so we just want to empower those people um, and co- connect them with the right resources, connect them with stories that are going to inspire them and really release them to release the kingdom. You can find out more online at kingdomatwork.com, kingdomatwork.com. This is an incredible workshop, and I encourage you, if you've got a Christian business owner or leader, Christ-following business owner or leader around you, they need to come and find out and experience this. They need to bring their team. They can't come alone anyway. They need to bring their team to Lubbock, Texas. February 19. Of course, it's, I don't know if it's right around the marriage cruise or not. So if it's February 19, you're signed up for the marriage cruise, you're going to have to go on the marriage cruise and then, and then we'll, we'll work out everything else. So they got one in February, April and October of next of so they can 2019. Plan. So you can plan. There's only a couple hundred people allowed. It's limited by the room. You absolutely need to get us, need to get signed up. Kingdom at work.com kingdom at work. Dot com. All right, we got Lucy Worley and Amy Knowlton. These guys are the, the, these ladies are behind the scenes. They're really putting together all the details. They coordinate speakers. They work with us. They help us get scheduled. We've got tons of interviews scheduled for this week. Lucy Worley, we, we talked about the kingdom, at, what, what kingdom it works all about. You last year were the, uh, I mean, you were just getting bathed by the uh, fire hose last year. Yes. Now this, you know, you've done, you, you did one in April, you did one in Europe. This is your third full one that you've gotten to do. What is it that you look forward to most about this week's Kingdom Leadership Workshop? Yeah, hands down, it's the people. So much of what we do uh, is centralized, obviously, here in exciting Lubbock, Texas. And um, wait a minute, why, know, it makes it sound, <laughs> sound like sarcasm. Oh, not at all. No, there is barbecue actually, here everywhere. It's incredible. I do love Lubbock, and mm-hmm. I'll go on record saying that even most of my friends would disown me. Nobody, um, nobody believes you because you were sarcastic first. No, I really do like it. But okay. you know, we're here in Lubbock. Um, you know, behind the desk in our office a lot, and because the Kingdom at Work audience is so large. I mean, we connect with people all over the country, but also around the world. I mean, we've got some Europeans and Mm -hmm. people from Latin America attending this workshop. And so these are not people we get to see every day. And so when everyone gets to come in for these workshops, for me, it is just such a 
encouraging reset button, almost if I could put it that way, to remind me why we're doing what we're doing. Mm. You know, it is to encourage and refresh and inspire these leaders and getting to see their faces and meet them and hear their stories in person. I mean, it just revs me up for the next six months of doing what we do. It is incredible. I love the fact that you got people coming from Guatemala because there is a huge, that's what you said, right? Honduras, actually. Honduras. Okay. Well, I love the fact you got people coming from Honduras. The story's different, so I'll change my (laughs) tune But But God is moving all over. And I think that that's the, the, the unifying force is the fact that God is calling people within their work to see it differently and to see how he's equipped them and can use them. So let's talk about that. How has he equipped you and what is the role that each of you are playing in this event? We'll see you first. Okay. Um, so this workshop is a little different. I was probably a little more hands-on with the event itself in the spring. And now that um, the lovely Amy is here, I'm a little less hands-on with the event. Um, but really what my job specifically is year-round um, is the content coordinator. So anything in video, anything you read, um, that's something I'm trying to put together. So our website, marketing, social media, video projects. And so especially when it comes to workshops, one of the things I really focus on um, is creating um, content for that event. So mm-hmm. there's going to be some um, new video testimonies and um, creative pieces we're all going to see this week. And that's something I've been working on. And so making sure that experience um, is really top notch for the attendees. What about the audio stuff? What, what, what do you, who, who has, <laughs> no, I do not mess with that. <laughs> Uh, well, talk, but you're talking audio. about our content because yeah, we're not video people. We're oh, audio. yeah. I'm sorry. I left you out. I thought you meant like running sound in AV for the event. Yeah, they don't no, really touch no. that. <laughs> um, that would stretch you. Shout way out too thin. to Shane. He does a great job. But yeah, so this too. I'm sorry to leave, to leave your, your sort of media off that list. But yeah. Anything we're we're like often this. at the bottom of the totem pole. People oh, think stop. that we're audio oh, my goodness. Aren't that All right. Amy Knowlton, tell us about your role as you've just a couple of weeks under your belt, but just as you see it expanding in front of you, what do you see as your role here at Kingdom at Work? Yeah, so I'm the project coordinator here. And like you said, I've only been here for two weeks. And since the workshop is upon us, I've been just kind of jumped right in and um, done a lot of logistical things for getting ready for for this week um, as regard to like the name tags and the prayer list that we send out to people who pray for the guests who come to attend, um, making sure that everybody has a name tag, making sure that um, everybody has a table and a seat to sit at. And so a lot of those little things. Um, but I believe that after the workshop is over, I'll kind of be just making sure we keep in contact with our connections, with our people, uh, making sure that they don't get um, kind of left behind or let them slip through mm-hmm. the cracks, that we still um, make sure that they are, are working towards these goals of, of implementing God and their faith into their companies. And mm. so um, relationship building and relationship maintaining, as well as the more logistical side of the workshops. You know, and I just want to say thank you for the logistical side, because a lot of people don't realize how that plays into their experience, because you just keep mm. things seamless and um, it just seems natural. These things happen. And so they get to keep their focus on exactly. what God's doing and who is speaking and how that's applying to their Um, experience and stuff. So, you know, it's just exciting when you see that everyone, and this is what we want our listeners to understand is that what every role has a place and doing that to God's glory and realizing that you're a part of that big pie 
we'll use pie because pie sounds good, yeah, I right? Like pie. I like pie. <laughs> um, you know, is it three point one four one five nine two six five? Oh, apple caramel. It's kind of like an apple caramel or mm. some kind of pumpkin pie. pie. Pum- it's it's more, a pumpkin pie I'm that kind of day. I'm thinking it's more a pecan, a heated up, warmed up, a pecan warm piece. pecan pie day. It's thirty two okay. degrees here in Lubbock, <laughs> we'll go Texas with warm today. Pecan. That's we'll right. okay. There you okay. go. Let's talk about the excitement behind the event. Um, Lucy, as you shared, hey, you're just looking forward to the reset, a reminder of why you do what you do. But what, even talk, take that a little deeper because you get to experience, you've been experiencing people asking you questions about the Kingdom Leadership Workshop for six months because the last one you yeah. guys did was in April. So you've had people that got rejected and couldn't come the last time because there was nowhere for them <laughs> to sit. Not rejected. This is why this one is here, is yes. for those. Well, yeah, because they couldn't, I mean, there was no place no, for them to, to sit. Fair. We are mm-hmm. running out of room. Like, so. Yeah, you're running yeah. out of room. I mean, you guys built a huge event center and it's half the size it needed to be. Okay, so talk to me about what you, what is the one thing you look forward to being reminded of that's going to be taught and the thing that you are, I mean, what are you most excited to hear? Wow. Personally, I really enjoy every workshop we bring in um, a true guest speaker, you know, someone who's not on our staff. Um, this year, everyone is in for a treat with the gentleman we have coming in. Um from Wales. He is going to be one of our speakers on Thursday. I don't know exactly his talk this time around, but I have gotten to hear him speak in the past and I am particularly excited. He, um, his name is uh, Julian Richards and he has a heart um, to champion that partnership between the marketplace and the church. Um, and he, I mean, spends his life doing that really. Um, and, and getting people in the church to understand how to support the people in the marketplace and getting the marketplace people to see the importance of the church. Um, and so that is going to be something unique. We've never had him here for a workshop before. And that might have been way more specific than what no. you're really asking. But no, no, because not. you know the inside scoop. So it's yeah. really exciting yeah. to hear, okay, this is what I'm at least anticipating. I am. But, then, but so there's a pastor that has event. a full-time business as well. I mean, and, and we're going to get to yeah. hear from him. That's very exciting. It's different. Amy, it's different, but it's awesome. I love that. Amy, what about you? As you look at this, what are you most excited about hearing? Yeah, I think that since this is my my first workshop to go to, um, I'm just really excited to kind of take the whole thing in. I've been watching like the videos from the last workshop on mm-hmm. on the kingdomatwork.com website um, and just really enjoyed taking those in. But um, I'm also very excited for Julian's um, talk as I just moved home from England. We have kind of a connection there. Yes. But really, I'm just excited to see what God does because I've seen God move in amazing ways um, in my 22 years of life, but specifically in the last year working for a church in England and now in a different context, but still very ministry driven environment. I'm really excited to see how the spirit moves in people's lives over the next few days. The Kingdom at Work workshop, like I said, there is three of them. There are three of them in the States here in Lubbock next year, February, April, and October. It's not too early for people to start signing up, is it, Lucy? No, not at all. And in fact, we, um, so I'm so excited about this. It is like the best part of this year for me is we just launched a brand new website. So, um, to all the listeners out there who may have visited us in the past, um, 
I think Casey and I describe it as like we had souped up a Honda Accord on like a four wheel drive situation and tried to drive it <laughs> off road and it just wasn't working for us. So we scratched that, built a whole new um, website. Um, it is amazing. It is so user friendly and it now has um, the ability um, for people to go on, view all the workshops for the next year, register for it, watch videos. Um, we've got FAQ about these events and hopefully it is just such That'll a... That'll be frequently asked yeah. questions for those of you that <laughs> didn't know what FAQs were. Oh. <laughs> yes. Um, so hopefully it'll be such a, a, a great resource for those interested in attending. But you can go to, uh, yeah, kingdomatwork.com forward slash events and check all the options out. You know, so as our listeners, this time of year, people are looking to plan for the future for their budget and everything. This would be a great thing for them to in- input. And you yes. can call Lucy Worley and Amy Knowlton and find out the answers to those questions. What, if they wanted to call you, where could they call you? You don't ever take phone calls? I, I mean, oh, I do. That website. was a millennial. That Just was go a millennial to the website, looking. right? We got <laughs> yeah, the millennial. We do Kingdom have at a, work.com, <laughs> Kingdom at work.com. Lucy Worley and Amy Knowlton, thanks for being on I Work For Him today. Thanks. Yeah, thank you, Jim. We are here at the privilege of highlighting what's going on here with a ministry called Kingdom at Work, which is connected to a business called Beaten Bow Homes, and it's all about the Kingdom Leadership Workshop. And we've got their big kahuna on the air now for the second half of the show. We've got Casey Brewer. He is the leader of Kingdom at Work, and we get to hear a little bit from his heart. Casey Brewer, welcome back to I Work For Him. Thanks, Jim and Martha. Good to have you back. Good to be you back know, with you. As everybody is streaming in this afternoon, for the workshop. We're so excited. I mean, the, the ladies told us in the last half, Lucy and Amy said, we've got people coming from six countries and they listed them out. I mean, that's fantastic. And since this isn't your first time on I Work For Him, I thought it would be just instead of asking how'd you become a Jesus follower, because we already get that recorded. Talk to us how you've seen the Lord working miraculously in the last six months since we were last year in Lubbock. Well, Jim, that's a great question. Uh, as since the last workshop, as we've been to different parts of the country, even different countries, since we've last mm-hmm. sat down together here, we just keep seeing more and more business leaders who seem to be growing in their walk with Christ, seem to be growing in their passion to see God's kingdom move. And it's just like the fruit is ripening on the tree. And everywhere we go, God has just brought this ripening batch of amazing Christ followers who are ready to join together and see his kingdom advance more fully in the marketplace where they're living, where they're working. It's fun. And you did. So, you know, we were together at the last kingdom uh, leadership workshop in April and you had a packed out room, but then you took this on the road to Europe. In we May. did <laughs> talk to us about the, the May trip. I mean, cause that was something you'd never done it before. Right. You had amazing connections over there. Talk to us about it. Well, you're right. We had, the Lord had brought us some amazing friendships and relationships through another ministry partner of our company over the last three or four years called Prepare International. And they office here on our, on our campus. And I had met some of these guys and girls in Europe in my travels over the previous few years, but specifically three of the guys, two of whom we're going to are here this week. Also, they were here last October for the very first workshop that we did here in Lubbock. So two, two guys came, well, one guy came from the Netherlands, one from Belgium and one from Poland. And they sat in the room last October. And as soon as the workshop ended, they said with tears in their eyes, we have to talk. Mm. So we sat down over lunch and they just tearfully expressed their desire to bring a kingdom at work event to, to Europe in their own backyard. And I mean, how in the world can you resist that? If you would have seen their passion, you, you, you would have rolled out the red carpet for them too, Jim. So we began dreaming last October for what would this look like in Europe? And we began to 
pray and discuss. We did a workshop here again in April. And then about a month after that, we were in a town called Dyrne in the southern part of Holland. And we gathered together with leaders from nine nations of Europe mm. for parts of three days, led by these three men who were here with us last October. And they just, uh, God has given them amazing influence and op- opportunity there in, in Europe. So we said yes. So tell us a little bit about the temperature in Europe. And of course, we're not talking about the, the, <laughs> the weather. Um, what's going on there that has really spawned this conversation that drew people from nine different countries? Well, the Lord has brought us alongside people. I mean, really, God's kingdom, everything in God's kingdom is about relationships, right? And so these deep relationships that we've established over the last few years, everywhere these men and women of influence go, there seems to be fruit. Mm-hmm. So when we're with them, everywhere we go, we seem to find the light that is shining bright in the marketplace and in these churches. You're right. Most of the perception of of Europe is that things seem to be kind of dark and spiritually lost. dying and lying. Yeah. Well, I mean, let's go out our front door here. I mean, to, yep. to me, that's, I don't see a whole lot of difference, honestly, okay. mm-hmm. except that in Europe, the Christ followers, most of whom we've met are first generation believers mm-hmm. who've taken God at his word. They believe what it says without the religious pretense of being mm-hmm. brought up in a religious mindset there's not that hurdle for them to overcome that seems to be so common here in the West. So where we, wherever we follow these guys around, we're seeing some amazing miracles happen. We're seeing families transform, businesses transform, churches coming alive. We are seeing some bright lights shining all over Europe. That's exciting. That is cool. I mean, that's very, very cool. I love the way you said that. I, I just, that, that's fantastic. All right. You run this ministry called Kingdom at Work, which hosts next year in 2019, because it's too late. We're already started this one here in the, the last one for 2018. So next year, you got one in February, one in April, and one in October right here in Lubbock, Texas, Kingdom Leadership Workshop, which people can find out online, kingdomatwork.com, kingdomatwork.com. What is the purpose of Kingdom at Work? The purpose of Kingdom at Work is to inspire, equip, and ignite leaders to see God's kingdom advance through their influence in the marketplace. Kingdom at work is simply that it's just a movement. This is not something we are trying to duplicate. We are not trying to tell people a 10 step, how to plan. Mm -hmm. We're trying to connect them more deeply and strategically to the heart of God and to one another so that through their influence, then God's kingdom can flow through them spilling over into their workplace, their families, their communities. That's the purpose. Inspire, equip, and ignite. Yeah, and, and you guys have a very unique mission in that, and I was sharing it with Amy and Lucy earlier, is that there, right now, you guys aren't, you're not, you're not selling a curriculum. You're not uh, selling, uh, you know, recurring roundtable discussion groups. You're not, uh, you know, selling sign up for a website. You're actually just inspiring people to look at the Word of God in a way they've never seen it before, to look at the kingdom in a way that applies to them. They're out in the marketplace. Yeah. That's pretty cool. I loved it when you said before we went on the air, when a kingdom leader engages in a kingdom style, then a kingdom culture emerges within their organization and the kingdom of God advances. Where did that come from? (laughs) Wow. That's a good question. We, when we began to first prayerfully meet in discuss what it might be to host a group of people here for more than one day. We had hosted two or three 
one day events, Mm -hmm. just simply trying to be faithful to give God credit and testify of what he's done in our family of companies. And as we did that and began to share a little bit more about God's kingdom, as he's revealed it to us, we just want to reciprocate that, give what we've been given. And as we began to do that, people began to ask us for more. Can we get together more often? Can we get together for longer periods of time? And it just, quite honestly, the spirit of the Lord led us through a collaborative effort with some other ministry folks that we walk closely with to create these three rivers of thought. That's kind of how we've looked at it. A kingdom leader, a kingdom style, and a kingdom culture. People oftentimes hear our story, hear other stories in the marketplace of the culture transformation, and they oftentimes lead with that question. How do we transform our culture? Well, a culture is a byproduct of what's living and active in the organization, which is a byproduct of what's living and active in the heart of the leaders sure. in the organization. So in order to change the culture, you have to start at the place of beginning, right, the which is the heart of the leader. Right. So that's where we say that when a kingdom leader, which we have to define who and what that is and what right. it's not, engages in a style of leadership that exemplifies what Jesus did when he was on the earth, then as Jesus exemplified the culture of God's kingdom will live, it'll emerge and live and breathe. And then his kingdom will advance when the culture is freely uh, moving among the people. So this all sounds so wonderful. But, and, but the purpose is getting them here to, to kind of get some ideas and just really pr- prayerfully consider what that might look like when they go back into their own companies. That's right. And we don't want these leaders which is our target audience. Mm-hmm. We don't want them coming here alone. Mm. As a matter of fact, we don't even allow them to register as an individual because we've learned, unfortunately, through feedback that people, leaders who have come alone to one of the workshops say, that was awesome, but I feel handcuffed and frustrated because my leadership team wasn't with me. Right. Or they come here and they hear the kingdom message about relationships that nothing should be done in isolation except prayer. So we want them to bring their team so that the discussions around the table can be with those key decision makers in a Mm -hmm. team style format, because in the kingdom, it's all about relationships and team. That's, that's who our target audience is. And that's why we want to focus on the team aspect. You know, and that's so brilliant because what you, I remember you saying last time we were here is that it, people actually lost time because they said, well, I'm going to have to come back again and bring my team. So I'm not implementing anything for four to six months. So, um, I, I think that that was a very brave, bold decision, but one that, um, I know people will see the fruits of. Casey, this was all spawned off. Yesterday, we got to talk with Rick and Holly Beatonboat. This all spawned off of their journey with the Lord on what does it mean to run a kingdom company? What does it mean to be a, a, a kingdom leader? What does it mean to have a kingdom style? I mean, they, they kind of walked this out the hard way. You've experienced that firsthand. You worked here under Beatonboat Homes, left and came back to run kingdom at work. Talk to us about that passion that people will experience when they come to a kingdom leadership workshop. Well, it it all starts with, as we said earlier, with, with the leader and the leadership team, which Rick and Holly are the senior leaders of this company. Rick as the CEO of Beatonville companies as our parent company. I have seen personally the transformation of what happens when the message of God's kingdom gets a hold of a leader's heart 
and transforms them through a spirit of humility and generosity, what that does to the people around them is simply, it's, it's unexplainable. You can't measure the impact of a humble leader's heart who is submitted to God in his kingdom. That's who Rick and Holly Beatonbow are. And that has spilled over into the leadership team and board of this company. And that's the, that's sort of the overflow of this, the spill out of the bucket, if you will, that mm-hmm. happens at a workshop is we're testifying of what's happened here, but also God's just given them amazing wisdom with leaders who understand the language that they're speaking when it comes to the day-to-day business operation and practices. But what does that look like from a leader who really is submitted and what the impact that has on the team around them, who then over time, without being forced to do it, they also want to submit and operate under the same spirit. And it's happening here and it can happen. And we're seeing it happening in lots of other companies too. It's not just ours. And it got contagious. And I know you kept being asked, Hey, come share these ideas with us and our company. And it got so overwhelming. You said, you know what? We're just going to bring people here to Lubbock, Texas. <laughs> and that's what the kingdom leadership workshop is all about. Get signed up for next year's February, April and October conferences or workshops. Excuse me. Kingdomatwork.com, kingdomatwork.com, the Kingdom Leadership Workshops. You, this is endorsed by iWorkFrem. This is an absolute must for every Christ-following leader and business owner, kingdomatwork.com. Talk to us about what is the biggest thing you're looking to see the Lord do these next few days? Well, the first thing is we want to inspire leaders to simply stand up and take their place, to look at their influence a little differently as a business leader. We want to encourage them to look at the possibility that we believe is actually the truth. We want them to consider the possibility that as a senior leader of an organization and as a believer, as a Christ follower, they are actually then ordained by God to be the spiritual leader of that organization. Now that doesn't mean they have, all the qualifications they think are necessary because really none of us do, but we want to help them to see things a little differently, look at it from a little different vantage point and to make decisions as a team of leaders that lead a company so that when they return to their company, they don't have conference hangover and just have a, a book full of notes that they've taken, but they really have a plan to begin to see the culture of the organization change by the day-to-day decisions they make that begin to demonstrate what it looks like to lead the organization in a style that Jesus did when he was on the earth with his team and that he wants them to do with their team. So speaking of spiritual leadership, I'm going to segue into something personal and just to asking, you know, how do you, how do you keep yourself in tune and yourself tuned up to be the spiritual leader in your workspace and in your family when you're constantly pouring this out into other people? Well, that's a great question, Martha. One of Rick's profoundly simple statements that Rick Beatonbow has made at one of the previous workshops is how can you lead God's people if you don't spend time with him? Mm -hmm. It's really simple, right? I mean, that's a common thing, but it's really true. And, I try, I, I try to make that a practice in my own walk every morning up before every, anyone else is in my home, spending time with the Lord early in the mornings, on the weekends, taking longer periods of time. But the interesting thing about working in a for-profit family of companies that has a kingdom culture 
that it has emerged and continues to emerge and grow is that I don't have to put that on the shelf when I walk through the door. Right. That part of my spiritual growth, a large part of my spiritual walk and growth continues during the eight to five, not just during the five to eight. Hmm. So when I walk through the doors here, it's a part of a regular conversation. My team and I, we talk about the Lord. We talk about his kingdom. We pray together. We are reading books together. It's happening all throughout the company as part of, well, we believe a kingdom culture should be demonstrating that your faith is, is not compartmentalized. You don't have to hit the pause button. It's a part of all day, every day. But a lot of biz, a lot of ministry leaders struggle with the demands of the ministry and it tends to pull them away from home and from their marriage. Uh, you've got kids at home. You, you got a wife at home. How do you, I mean, what are some of the specific things that you and your wife have put in as protections to make sure that the ministry doesn't, Get in the way. That's a great question that maybe my wife should be answering. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll catch her later. Yeah. Well, one of the things that I love about this particular company, our family of companies here, is they believe in capping your work week. We are working really hard throughout all of our companies here to cap any individual's work week at 50 hours which means you have to restructure, which means you have to hire additional people. You have to raise up additional team members. That's an expensive commitment, especially when one of the primary economic engines of our family of companies is a home building company where 60, 70, 80 hour work weeks is the norm Mm -hmm. in the marketplace. But we want to turn that on its head and cap work weeks off, make sure people are going home and having dinner with their families. Also, a little peek behind the curtain. We have a pretty generous paid time off policy that we want employees to take. We have, we have the saying, use it or lose it. It doesn't roll over. So we want people to use the generous paid time off policy, get out of here and spend time with their family. If you've, if you've worked here for 10 years, you get a one month paid sabbatical plus a bonus to go have some fun on the sabbatical. So it's something that I'm, Looking forward to getting, I'm almost there, Jim. I'm almost there. Wow. And these are the types of things that throughout the workshop, people get a glimpse into, not for the purpose of saying, do things just like we do them, but you've sought the Lord. You've said, Lord, what do you want us to do to build into our employees, to lift them up, to be the kingdom here? And um, so that's what I think people really um, can get excited about listening in on and getting some just some new ideas. Well, and that's that's a great point, because one of the breakout sessions, we're going to have three breakout sessions during the workshop. And one of those breakout sessions is called Kickstarter. We're we're on the world. Do you begin? Mm-hmm. And Rick and Ron Beatonbow will be leading that one along with two other business leaders who are not from our companies. And then one of the other breakout sessions is called Caring Strategies caring strategies for employees and their families. Mm. So once you've you got some things going, how do you continue to recruit and hire the right people? How do you take care of them and their families once they're on board? And you're, you're right, Martha, you, you said it very well. This is not about do as we do. Mm-hmm. Absolutely not. This is just throwing out some ideas in a, in a panel style discussion format where maybe they hear something they've never heard before and they can go try that. That's what we've done. We are, we say we are incessant tinkerers. We are constantly changing policies and procedures and strategies to try and find the thing that works right for us. It's not going to be a plug and play format though for other people. 
Hey, we're talking with Casey Brewer this afternoon from Kingdom at Work and all about the Kingdom Leadership Workshop. You can check it out online, kingdomatwork.com, kingdomatwork.com. If you are a Christ-following business owner or leader of an organization, this is a place you need to bring your team. In 2019, they got events in February. And no, it doesn't com- It doesn't compete with the Cruise Your Way to a Better Marriage Retreat. So you could take your team here to Lubbock, Texas, and then take your spouse to on a Cruise Your Way to a Better Marriage Retreat. So February, April, and October next year, the Kingdom Leadership Workshop. Sign up now. Spots are being taken already. Casey, give us a quick story of a success story. Somebody that's come to one of your Kingdom Leadership Workshops and has taken it back. The yeah. first one that comes to mind is someone that you've had on your show before. It's a company right here in Lubbock called Scarborough Specialties. Mm-hmm. They came to our first workshop and they came to the second workshop also. But during that time, they took some of the ideas that were discussed here at their table and from the main stage went back to their business, remodeled some spaces inside their building. So that means it takes a little bit of an investment financially. Mm-hmm. Of course it does. Mm-hmm. Um, we can't as- assume that creating a culture inside of an organization that reflects God's kingdom might not take some investment because likely it will. That sends a message to your employees about your priorities. So they did, they, they spent some money. They remodeled some spaces. They reorganized some teams. They're doing some service project with cross cultural team members. They've established these one-on-ones that we talk about here inside their organization. And they, to me, the best sign that there's fruit, from their attendance at a workshop is they actually did not sign up to come back to this one. Nice. Nice. You know, it's all about the kingdom leadership workshop. When a kingdom leader engages in a kingdom style, then a kingdom culture emerges and the kingdom of God advances. Casey Brewer, tell people why they should get signed up now for those 2019 workshop people listening. And they will listen to this over the next several months in a podcast, why they should get signed up now, what they can expect to experience. They should sign up because when they come with their leadership team from their organization, they will spend parts of three days in, perhaps I'm biased, but I've heard it from other people too. This is one of the most beautiful places in West Texas on our campus. God's blessed us with a beautiful place here. They will come in a beautiful setting with some amazing food, with some leaders from all over the world who together will discuss what it means to put things in practice that create a culture inside of an organization where lives and families can be transformed, not in a competitive way with the local church, but in addition to the Mm -hmm. local church so that we're not talking about secular versus sacred. It's all sacred in God's eyes. He sees it as one. There is no divide and we want people want their spirits, their eyes lifted and teams collaboratively working together in a workshop style format where they can make a plan to go see transformation take place. It's not just going to happen by accident. No, You have to plan things in order to create a culture where transformation can take place. That's what we're trying to help them do. And you can experience that at the Kingdom at Work Kingdom Leadership Workshop next year, 2019, February, April, and October. Casey Brewer, thanks for being on iWorkFrame this afternoon. Thanks for having me, guys. You know, it's exciting, Martha, but we can absolutely agree with what Casey said. People will bring their teams here. They will never be the same. That's right. And they can listen in the rest of the week to hear more. That's right. You're listening to I Work Frame with your host, Jim and Martha Brangenberg, where Christ followers, our workplaces, our mission field, but ultimately, I I work work for for him. him.